Hey. He's Enzo. And she's Claire. And this is Too Long for a Voice Note, episode number... 13! <laughs> it's opera! <laughs> Hello, everybody! Hi, guys! Welcome to our episode number, as you hear, 13! It's such a cool n- number, right? Intense. Intense number. Lucky like, for some. Yeah, I like, like that number. I like it too. It's a cool number. Exactly, alternative. Yeah. Yeah. How are you doing? Good. I'm excited to film this week. Yeah, uh, me too. Episode. It's yeah. like... Um, a bit lighter, a bit lighter maybe from last week. Um, yeah. We want to say thank you so much to everybody who gave us feedback last week. And um, we're so happy that you guys are con- continuing to listen every week. So thank you for yeah. your ongoing support. Uh, yeah, so and exciting. Like, always, you know, we're on every single platform that you can listen to a podcast on ever in the, yeah, in the world. Don't forget so, to leave us comments. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. Please so do cool. keep in touch. Yeah. So, anything interesting uh, uh, happened for you this weekend, so? To be honest, not a lot. It's been very, like, um, I've been a lot of work this week. Really? But it's been fine. Yeah. And, like, cleaning. <laughs> you know, like, very, like, mm-hmm. exciting. I think I cook a lot. This, I mean, I always cook. You always I'm do, always yeah. cooking, but this week, I think I was very, like, I did, like, a lasagna in the middle of the Ooh. week. Like, an aubergine lasagna oh, kind gosh. of thing. I went there, you know, yum, like, yum. I'm going to do this. But, you know, it's very relaxing, so it's yeah. cool to, like... It's like meditation for you, isn't it? It is very meditation, so that's good. I think it's Not, important to find yeah. those things. Yeah, just sure. looking forward to being a bit more free. Oh, gosh, yes. You have been so your week. Excited. Yeah, it's actually been good. Just a uh, standard work, etc. I actually watched a really good film last night. Oh, really? Called, what did you watch? Um, Minari. Minari? I um, haven't heard about it. Yeah, it's up for the. Uh, it's nominated for an Oscar, actually. Mm, it's, cool. Uh, it's actually like a Korean American film, but it's not classed as a foreign film. It's like okay. an American film. Okay. But it's got Stephen Yen in it, who you might recognise. He was in the The Walking Dead. He's a Korean American yeah, actor. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, but it's about a family. They're Korean American. I mean, the parents are Korean. The kids are basically born in America. Yeah. But they move to a farm and try and kind of make a life for themselves. It's a really beautiful film yeah. and he's been nominated for best actor the, the grandma is best supporting actress and also Ooh. best film best director as well Do, is it available on netflix netflix netflix, <laughs> netflix. <laughs> <laughs> on netflix is my own platform guys netflix <laughs> on netflix <laughs> Thank you, Netflix. Netflix or Amazon or where we can find it. It might be available if you search for it online on different websites. Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Illegal stuff. (laughs) So I did not say that, but that's what I may be saying to you. (laughs) Okay, I will look for it Mm -hmm, in different mm -hmm. ways, alternative ways. It sounds cool, yeah. It's really beautiful. You will like it. It's very... um, peaceful that's and cool the little kid oh he's such a little yeah. munchkin one of the little kids it's a very cute film so yeah that was probably the highlight of the week to be honest well, i mean at least something <laughs> exactly something yeah good yeah. I, I like it when all the films come out of Oscars. yeah it's so, nice yeah well so exactly. here we are we're yeah. ready to discuss about fun stuff i don't know if everything's fun but whatever well we're back to our secret topics of the week yeah we're I back to our normal uh, like <laughs> how you say so, like on tv or normal like program, regular pro- regular programming regular programming we're back to it exactly. so yeah and so secret topic of the week so claire my topic i wanted to talk about really light and even though it's something that already well basically i want to talk about the grammys oh the grammy awards okay um <laughs> Even though if you're, you're probably going to listen to this on Nets uh, Wednesday, so it's mm-hmm. going to be like a week and a half yes. <laughs> after the event. But I think it's all, it's, anyway, it's cool to talk about it. And like, there's something about this 
special year, which is really interesting. And I think it really fits the whole like woman's month. Of course, we're still in Women's Month, International Women's exactly. Month. Exactly, that's very cool. And it fits because this is like, it was a particular like good uh, edition of the Grammys for Women. Mm. And I have some numbers here to share with you. So basically, uh, this Grammy, by nominations alone, like it was like Beyonce and Dua Lipa were the most nominated of every, every single artist on the show on the this year. So mm. that was already cool, like female power, blah blah blah. Mm. And and yeah, there some cool stuff happened in the middle. Like Beyonce, she broke a record. Yes. She's the woman with most Grammys ever. She has twenty eight Grammys. So it's a it's really cool that it was Beyonce. Mm. Even though I have my opinions about the Grammys and Beyonce, I know she's a favorite, and sometimes I feel they give her any type of Grammy. I don't want to like take the credit out of her, but some. I know how the Grammys are. They are very, like, industry-oriented. And, you know, the favorites are always Taylor Swift and Beyonce. A lot of people have issues with that. Right. But it doesn't take the credit. At the end of the day, Beyonce is a really good artist. And she deserves it. But it's really cool that she has... The person with most Grammys is a, is a woman. So that's, like, really nice. Yeah. Um, we have many other cool stuff. Like uh, Megan Thee Stallion. She also a woman, of course. She won, like, Best New Artist, and she mm -hmm. wants two Grammys more, one of them with Beyonce for the collaboration uh, they have. Yeah. So that's really cool. Like, Taylor Swift has now tied the record for the most album of the year ever with Frank Sinatra and Stevie Wonder. Mm -hmm. So she has, like, one uh, album of the year for, like, three times in a row, something like that. Uh. So it's amazing for Taylor Swift as well. And, and, yeah, I thought that was really, like, cool. Like, this month, specifically, it, all of this happened, and, like... Women are getting recognition that they deserve. So it's really good because it was a very, like, female-driven, like, Definitely. year. So, yeah. Did Beyonce win a, win a Grammy? She didn't win a Grammy this year. She just broke a record or she won a she Grammy. She broke the record because she won this year. She won With a, Megan Thee Stallion. And oh. also she won, like, a random Grammy, like, music video, which her daughter also was part of it. Oh, because she so did the daughter, King. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. So the, it. It's not like it's a random that. video, but I don't think the video is as amazing, but I guess the message is good, so that's yeah, okay. Um So yes. her daughter, like, also got a Grammy out yeah. of it, which is Blue. funny. She was, like, Blue. the youngest ever person to win a Grammy or something, something like that. Um, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, for me with the Grammy, it's a bit like, you know, like, I know some people have issues with the Grammy, especially the last 10 years. It seems to be very, like, industry-involved. Okay. It's very, like, you need to have the right contacts. It's, by the way, there was, like, a huge um, controversy with The Weeknd. With The Weeknd, I was going to say. Because The Weeknd didn't get yes. nominated, which was a surprise. Because The Weeknd has never been nominated, right? Or I'm not has, sure. I think yeah, he has. Because I saw something that popped up that said, you know, he said, I will not be attending the Grammy. Yeah, he said, like, like, he, he yeah. said, like, I will talk with my team. I will never send my stuff anywhere again to the Grammys but there were things saying like you know Grammys at the end are very like business like so maybe his manager or somebody on his team or somebody somebody didn't like something and they decided to snob him that's of a possibility course. because at the end of the day the, the problem with the Grammys is that are very like um sales oriented the yeah. last few years yeah so if you sell a lot you're gonna win a Grammy which is a bit sad because you know it's not always about the quality mm. But they were of surprise, obviously, by the weekend because he has like, the most selling song last year. He's so when he got nominated, most, so yeah. anyway, but I no. mean, awards at the end of the day, it's like the Oscars, you know, like it doesn't yeah. really mean much. It's nice for people to be recognised, but they are a business thing ultimately. Like we all know that. I think they were. The, I watched some highlights. Do, of they the watched the performances. Oh, I watched some of them. So I saw the. Tell me. 
I saw the Megan Megan The Stallion and Cardi B. Which was another what, controversy, oh, of course. Of course, another controversy. So what happened was was that they so you guys after this, I'm gonna leave a link, but we did an episode about the WAP controversy, the yeah. music video. What meaning wet ass pussy? Yeah, wet ass pussy. Na 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 in the wet ass pussy. So they decided to um, bleep that. They bleep that, because yeah. America, that they let them perform, but they they basically blocked it, didn't they? On TV, on everything, yeah. Blocked it on TV, and then again, Cardi B the had news. to kind of like explain why she like says that or something, or like yeah, what the, do they make her? The thing is, like, she has an issue with like a, a thing. She's like a t- TV presenter or like a journalist that oh. was speaking about her. This created like a whole drama. A lot of like media outlets were like again going to her, like blah blah blah. This song, and at the end, she replied like, you know, this is like a I I was on TV 10 p.m. This is not this song is not for kids, so your kids kids shouldn't be watching this anyway because yeah. it's 10 p.m. on a on a Sunday, so why you? Like, I, 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 yeah. It's not my responsibility to like raise raise your children. Like yeah, exactly. So you know, like people were very concerned about this because they feel like it's too explicit, like the values, mm. blah blah blah. But you know, they Claire, it's like man, you can tell Eminem, for example, Eminem's being like singing the songs and creating these videos very derogative yeah. towards women. His whole career, I have nothing against Eminem. I, I like some of his songs. Well, that's the truth. He's not the most respectful man towards women. Mm. And he's been always successful. He's always been displayed everywhere. His music videos are mm. prized. He had lots of Grammys. So it's like... Well, yeah, with like all male artists as well. Like yeah. it's always the same case that we always talk about. It's like, the same women case. Women are held to a hard, high, higher Price. and harder standards yeah. like all along. But anyway, that aside, I love that performance. Yeah. It was really great. And um, they're Which both one? really great live. Megan yeah, Stallion cool. and Cardi B. Yeah. Then also, obviously... Dua Lipa. She I mean, went for I it. I mean, I recommend you guys watching that because yeah. she, I, I mean, not that this is the only thing because she's super talented, but she was, she's just so stunning. It's incredible. She's so pretty, honestly. It's incredible, like, yeah. Wow. And she does like this amazing like 10 minute performance of yeah. like a few of the songs kind of merged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's really good. I, I feel like um, personally, even though like I believe that she grown so much as an artist and I think now she's showing more like I'm a pop star yes. in your face. I think back in the day she was a bit more about the singing, but it's fine. I think you know that she could she can sing. I get you. you know that like the performance is not about much about oh what a vocal vocal talented woman she is. Yeah, it's yeah. more about like I'm a pop star. I'm a, yeah, like I'm a good dancer. I'm, I'm a, a performer. I'm a performer, the which is totally fine. It's, yeah. I just wanted to point it out because you know I, I feel you. like if this is the first time watching a Dua Lipa performance. You may be like, oh yeah, she's talented, but maybe yeah, normal voice. But she's actually a really good singer. No, but she's a really good I think there was her time to show that she was the whole package kind I of thing. I was like, would you leave her? Like, I don't really know anything about her or mm-hmm. about her life, but I feel like she's going through some kind of like awakening or like some kind of like confidence, like sexual, like Makes owning sense. like her sexual power thing yeah. because she's so like body confident in this a way was... that I didn't see in the past True, her. that's very and, true. I mean, of course, she's probably super young still, so yeah. it might just be like a confidence thing. Like, but she's like, 24, I think. Crazy, like, but her outfit was like, yeah. like She was like, was looking this just... is my day. And it was so, um, like, refreshing. She has yeah. a really nice energy, Dua Lipa, so yeah. you kind of, like, root for her, or at least, you know, you're yeah. always like, yeah, you go, girl. Like, she's just you such a, like... You do it! You break yeah, that! Yeah. Literally, um, it was so great. Her performances, I think, is the most watched on the on the YouTube channel. It's like... Okay. It had, like, 22 yeah. millions already of views. It was like, amazing. It was, it was the like most, like, ago. talk. 
I also well, loved Billie Eilish also performed. Billie Eilish, I haven't seen Billie Eilish's it, performance. What it did was she very nice. Uh, everything I wanted. It was really pretty. Her voice is getting, I think, because she's getting older. Her voice is getting more mature and beautiful, and you are like, wow, her voice is getting into a new level. Mm. Like you're getting even better. No, I think great. I think we're about to see like something good with her in the future vocally. Yeah. I think she's going oh, to I places. Like, I love Billie Eilish. Yeah. She's amazing. I obviously loved Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, Bunny is yeah. a personal favorite. I mean, talk you're about talk about how like men are allowed to say sexist things. I love Bad Bunny, but like we know we're getting on like and no business, you know, like. Exactly. What is he even saying? Because he sang. Um, I mean, how do you pronounce it? I guess uh, the the kitri. I, I always forget the name of this song. Yeah, I don't so even know what it means no, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. I remember it. research. I think it's not even like. Uh, I don't know if it's what is it. I don't, I don't know. know. The lyrics are like. I want to be in the beach. And yeah. Sun, to be honest, the song the song is not as. Um, like uh, or... No, like it's not sexist or anything in that way. I okay. think it's a, it's a good song. You know, it's yeah. like it's not that. Um, stream. Got anyway, you, got you. but but yeah, at the end, I think men always has a free pass. But it's good he won a Grammy as well, he so won a good, Grammy, good best for Latin artist, I think, right? Or uh, album or something like that. Okay. So good for him. He yeah. deserved it for sure. He really deserves yeah, it. Bad Bunny is like yeah. one of our personal faves. Yeah, and, like, they were like um. So good. Some of the winners I have here, like I wanted to like well, to just to mention like for people has an idea and they can maybe go and check for these albums or songs if they mm-hmm. haven't too. Like Record of the Year was for Billie Eilish for Everything I Wanted, which okay. is really nice for her. She was really cute as well when she accepted the award. Yeah. She was saying like, oh, Megan Thee Stanley, like, I, I thought you were going to get it. Like, you really deserve this as well. And like, she seems really She's very refreshing and... because she's very young, but she doesn't seem to be like, there's not, there's not, pre- there's nothing like pretentious on her. Good head on her shoulders. Yeah. yeah. And she's very like, <laughs> uh, she's not afraid to show like, uh, yeah, what she feels—that's cool, and yeah. that, I think that she connects with young people so well. She's very mature, though. She's as very mature, well. so yeah. it's really good. Yeah, definitely. So we have like, oh, album of the year was Folklore by Taylor Swift. I know you're not a big fan of Taylor Swift, right? You're like, not really. I have nothing against the, Taylor, but she's just not my kind you of know, music. That, that album is really—you know—like I've never been a, a huge fan of Taylor Swift, but with these last two albums, because she released two like back to back, that's like a. Like, I really, she never done something like that before. And it's more like folky, pop, but more folk. Not as much country. It's more folk. I think I will categorize that. And the the lyrics are really good. And the production is very, like, dreamy, soft, very earthy sounds. It's really, like, I think she's getting, like, you know, she's a mature moment. Doesn't mean that she doesn't have, doesn't mean, like, making pop or dance around is bad or good. It's just, like, this is, like, a different version of her. Yeah. I think she actually deserves it. Um, Even though she's always winning every type of Grammy, like, Grammy loves Taylor Swift as much as Beyonce, but I think this time it's good that she got it, so. There's also, like, uh, R&B performance. It was Black Parade by Beyonce, which is one of the songs from the film, which is really good. Um... Pop vocal album was Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. So mm. she, was, she won her Grammy. She has, I think, three Grammys now, which is so good for her. And yeah, we got like um, new artists, which was Megan Thee Stallion. And we have Fiona Apple. She bought like Brock Performance. Savage by Megan Thee Stallion, also rap performance. And and also Lady Gaga and Arena Grande, they won for pop duo group, group performance for Rain, Rain on Me. Okay. You know the song? Like, kind Rain on Me. Me, I, I'm yeah, not maybe. a fan of it, yeah. but you know, sure people love the song, and okay. like, I'm not I'm such a huge fan of it. But 
it was kind of like um, people were expecting them to win the Grammy, so it's it's good for them. So yeah, um, I think it was in- interesting. Okay. To, also, like they were a bit funny this this year because they had no audience. They have like a really limited amount of people, and the performance were like, and em- you feel like they were like an empty room kind of thing. A bit flat when they, they were a bit finished, flat. and it was literally like, like two people like yeah, you, you can, go. Girl. I know what you mean. But it must be really interesting to perform yeah. in that kind of environment. Yeah. Um, I have to say, like, do you? I really like Megan Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. She's a really good rapper. Mm. She's really, really good. You're not a big fan of rap, though, right? I really like my thing with Megan Thee Stallion is like I feel she's way better on recording than live. Mm. I I think her energy life it's really good, but like her energy overall. But I think her rapping life, I think she lip syncs a lot and. I don't know. The thing is, my standard for rapping, I mean, like, modern standard is, like, Nicki Minaj. And I think Nicki Minaj is really good live rapping. If you see like, her performance, it's, like, boom. Yeah. And, like, the energy is, like, the, it's more, like, I think performance-wise, Nicki Minaj is way better than Cardi B or, like, yeah. Megan Thee Stallion. But I think Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, which is cool, I think they're proving, like, they can be more than a rapper. It's not like Nicki Minaj hasn't, but they're very, like, you know, Cardi B was, like, dancing for five minutes on this performance of WAP and she was doing like this and that and I it was a you, production. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, I'm a rapper, I'm just gonna rap around mm-hmm. like very back in the day. No, they're showing like they can have um, a lot I of versatility. Like yeah. I can dance if I want, I can rap if I want, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but, but I like Megan. I'm not still super sold yeah. to her like 100%, but do you like her a lot? Like I do like her. I mean, I'm not listening to her super regularly to be yeah. honest, like she's not on my like constant replays or anything but I she has a really nice personality true I've watched a few of her videos like I like yeah I like what she stands for true that kind of strength and she's I just find her quite refreshing it is she she is as a person she's she's refreshing oh you know and like she's I I just yeah that kind of I found I find so cool about her like she was she's such a Beyonce fan and there's like tweets around for her from back in the day like Oh, like, hope one day I can make it kind of thing, you know? Like, she was from Beyonce fan, and now the fact that she managed to have a song with Beyonce, and, like, they win together at Grammy. I know. That must be, like, fuck. These kind of things can happen to you if you push enough. And she's been pushing, I think, 2014. She's been, like, working on that hard to get where she is now, so that's really good for her. I think that's what I like about her as well, because when she accepted her Grammy, I don't think she realised that Beyonce was there as well, and Beyonce just, and she's kind of like, and, like, her reaction seems genuinely like, oh my god, it's Beyonce, and she's literally like, I'm next to Beyonce. At at the end of the day, yeah. She's got a really nice kind of, like... your idol. Yeah, down-to-earth kind of energy with Megan Thee Stallion, I find. It's so cool. I also love her confidence, I think, you know, and I think that will continue to grow For sure, yeah. She's just just starting, so it's good. I think it were really good Grammy Awards, and I'm really happy that women represent. I think especially this year and what everything is happening, I think it's a good time, like, to see women, like, winning, thriving, and proving, like... They are like doing their best and Agreed. being recognized. It's not because Mendel's in the survey, but I think particularly this year it was a good time. Also because all the win the winners that they serve someone like Dua, Megan, Billy, I mean they're doing like amazing and they're doing above and beyond yeah. on their with their music and their videos and their artistry. So I think as well it's goal. like a like a good representation of different styles and different women. You've got like Billie Eilish You're and right. Megan Thee Stallion couldn't You're, be more different. You are so right. And it's like, it's really nice to see a variety 
of women getting recognized in, oh, yeah Dua Lipa not even being American she's being from here so that's British. so cool British so yeah she's, she's I always think that about Dua Lipa I'm like she's from like bloody like Hammersmith I believe or something <laughs> so like that so it's random. like I mean, you go not that we live in some like really small country but like she's done well for herself. she's done well and she's always growing so that's amazing Definitely. No, I really so enjoyed it. Let's see what, for me, like Dua Lipa, she deserves. I mean, from her album was my pandemic album. Like, that album, album just like, it was just out beginning of the pandemic, and that was so fresh. And and you, if you really like, I think if you're a music fan, or even if you're not even a big fan of pop music, you will like this album. Very well produced, very like throwback with a modern mm. twist. So, thing is very like, even my brother. Hello, brother, if you listen to Because my brother, he doesn't. Is into like pop as much, yeah. but he really likes Dua Lipa, which is funny in many ways yeah. because obviously, <laughs> obviously she's so beautiful, Very but brilliant. also like the music and like everything that's behind the album, he really likes her. Though that's cool. If you don't wanna see me dancing with somebody, uh-uh. I like the don't show up, mm, mm, mm. like the bass, like the. Mm. I love the, like, <laughs> so did the heart break It's so cool. Baby. It's literally like, whoever broke her heart is like, fuck you, I want a million Grammys. Thanks for the info. Thank you. Literally. She writes her own songs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She so, writes her own songs. Yeah. yeah. That's good. She produced some of them as well. Yeah. She's really like... Oh, I can't wait to be out and dancing to do a leap at Her concerts in London is like end of the year. I don't even want to go to like buy a ticket because I don't know if that will happen. But I think it's like September, October. Oh. Imagine if we could It'll like so we're gonna get get me the vaccine, get <laughs> me everything <laughs> at the same time. I wanna dance to a leaper. Oh my god! Anyway, yeah. So yeah, that's oh, good for like. Love. Well, you like it, and I hope everybody who's like listening to this check the music and, and the winners because yeah. they're worth it. For sure. Yes. And uh, tell us what your favorite performance was. Yes. If you we missed some of the performance because there are a lot, but yeah cover the main ones i guess yeah so are we ready for the next topic claire's secret topic of the week well my topic is a little bit different in tone but we can connect it a little bit different (laughs) a little bit different (laughs) so i want to talk about a little bit about endometriosis mm, cool so, well not cool so like cool it's like oh, <laughs> no, but, like, interesting because yeah. it, it's a pending topic because we like talk about your endometriosis a few times like in our regular life in our own i don't and, think we've ever brought it up in the podcast not before, in the podcast no yeah no, so, but i think yeah. we always we talk about this like we on do. A I poor real enzo, life poor enzo gets told so, constant updates <laughs> on my ovaries every single month so um for those of you who don't know it's actually um endometriosis awareness month this month the Fits month perfectly. of march so it goes hand in hand with women's international women's month as yeah. well so endometriosis is a chronic disease mm. i'm just i'm saying it this way i'm really trying to keep it light <laughs> chronic <It's disease>. disease. <laughs> and so now we're like we're gonna have a light episode this week and bombs like, <laughs> but yeah so i mean just to say oh, at the top i have endometriosis mm. so i'll explain what it is and then maybe Please, i'll explain yeah. a little bit about Your my kind of journey and then we'll talk around it a little bit more and and so can ask any questions and stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a q and a exactly <laughs> so endometriosis it actually affects one in 10 women of reproductive age in the uk wow um 
10% of women worldwide have endometriosis. That's 176 million worldwide. And that's obviously not counting women who aren't diagnosed with it. Yeah, for sure. What it actually is as well, it's a gynecological condition, Mm. which is where the tissue, endometrial tissue that would normally be present in the womb Mm -hmm. grows elsewhere in the body. So typically... It will grow on your ovaries. It can actually grow on your bowel. It can grow mm. in some conditions on your heart. Oh, really? Travel. I didn't know that. I thought it was only like on your like no. reprodu- reproductive yeah, system. Yeah, exactly. That oh, absolutely scared the living crap yeah. out of me yeah, when I yeah. heard that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's very common to be on the bowel though. Uh, it can be, yeah, obviously on the womb, all of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So the typical symptoms of endometriosis are that it's incredibly painful when you menstruate. Mm-hmm trouble getting pregnant, painful sex, bloating, tiredness, all of that kind of stuff. So that's just a little bit about it. And I think also I wanted to bring this up because, you know, my best friend and I were saying like, you know, she was saying, I didn't know anyone who had endometriosis before Mm. you. And then when I say it to people, people say, oh yeah, my cousin has it. My sister has it. I have PCOS, blah, blah, blah. And this is why any opportunity that I can to kind of bring some awareness to this. So, you know, if you're listening in any of this, you know, to our female listeners, obviously, yeah. if any or any guys out there, you know, your girlfriends, yeah. your partners, um, sisters, etc. Whatever. Um, because I think these things aren't talked about enough and there's a lot of shame around mm. them. Do you feel it's a bit of like, um, yeah, like shame, a bit like a taboo kind of topic, like people also like to talk, talk about it? I think so. I think it's... Uh, Go ahead. No, because I feel like even like things like menstruation is a mm. bit like a taboo thing. People also like to talk about this for some reason. I feel like it's so like, why? If it's as normal as any other things that happen with your body. I feel yeah. like it's part of how like, I've, that's my experience. I feel like women tend to like avoid topics because probably they want to mm. make anybody uncomfortable or because people will make them feel uncomfortable. That- women have definitely been told because it's kind of like yeah. a societal thing, isn't it? Mm. Like you should hide your period. You should kind of be ashamed of it. You should, yeah. I don't know how it is in Venezuela, but it's mm. like a really well-known thing. We would always joke about it, about how when you were at school, we used to like shove pads up our sleeve oh, so wow. that we would like run secretly to the bathroom and like change mm. our pad. And it's like, why? It's always like a little shame. Yeah, like, like and it it's not good. It's not okay. Thing. It's, it's dirty. Like... It's gross. Like you need to be shunned. I mean, obviously, there's yeah. like stuff in the Bible that said like you should be like shoved and like the women should like exit like the the village. Please guide, for example. please guide the Bible, please. <laughs> for example, and it's like don't bring that up. <laughs> exit the village is the Jesus Christ. But like, that, that's, that's well, how you know. That's how it is, mm-hmm, yeah, and culturally. so that's kind of how I think it's been you know that you should be outside and you should hide it and it shouldn't be something that you talk yeah. about and this is where we where we get into problems like this mm. um i believe and yeah i mean there's so many other when things around uh it. when do you realize or oh, how it was the day the day <laughs> the day you were like oh my god i feel like really bad i need to do something about this how it was your process to realize yeah you got um, this well, you have this i'll leave a link to the cards if you're watching yeah. on youtube to my i did a youtube video kind of explaining my endometriosis yeah, journey it's yeah like i do cry a lot about like my vagina <laughs> so if you're up for that please do get ready <laughs> beware I explain i explain but yeah i mean it was a long journey i mean i always had 
I got my period really young. Mm. So I got my period when I was 10, which is really young. Like girls mm. normally get their period at like 12 or 13. Yeah, 10, yeah. But it's actually really common for women with mm-hmm. endometriosis to get your period quite young. Um, I always suffered with my periods. And this is one thing that I want to say. I always thought it was normal. I thought it was mm. normal to have painful periods. And I mean, I used to be like, screaming in my bed in agony like my mum had to like lie with me until like the painkillers kicked in and I just thought it was normal and I I think this isn't to say anything bad about about my mum because it's all just what you know generation but she would say like I used to have really bad periods Mm. your grandma used to have really bad periods it's Mm. just normal but in hindsight they both probably had endometriosis (laughs) because also it is hereditary endometriosis so and both my mum and grandma have miscarriages as well so, so it's connected so it's kind of like oh it is how it is you need to suffer with that back in the day it was more or less in many many conditions and diseases were exactly. like that and, and on top of that something like that that is related to your like organs or like yes. you know it probably would be like let's not talk about this you just exactly as a woman you go with this yeah and you like you deal with, deal it, with it and yeah. it is what it is yeah. um so yeah i always thought it was normal then when i became sexually active mm. i always found sex quite painful Mm. I felt like this was just normal I didn't like penetration it always was like a struggle to be honest again I just thought it was normal then I had loads of problems with um like uh, gluten and you know like with bloating and and I couldn't work it out yeah and this was similar like the time around that I went vegan so I was changing my diet. I was like, there's something not right. And I think a lot of women have this. And a lot of women who have endometriosis get misdiagnosed with IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, mm-hmm. because it's quite hard to diagnose endometriosis. So I'll go into that in a second as to how you actually get a mm-hmm. diagnosis. But yeah, I couldn't figure it out, but I knew something was wrong. And I, it was actually pure vanity that, mm-hmm. that got me, that really? made me figure this out. I was working as an actress at the time, yeah, at the time okay. as you know, and I had really, really bad acne. Okay. And it was getting me so down because like, I can't go into an audition like this and it was bad. And of I course, never had yeah. skin problems before. So I started working with a natural doctor, a, mm-hmm. a naturopath. Mm-hmm. And I told her that I had really bad periods. And she said like, that is just not normal. Like the amount that you're bleeding, mm. like that you were in bed the first day, you yeah. can't work out. It shouldn't be like that. It's not yeah. normal. So I basically started, uh, my mum had also heard of somebody who had endometriosis and thought that that was something that I had. So I went to the GP kind of like armed with this knowledge. Yeah. And I'd also heard, you know, I don't know if you guys know Lena Dunham, you know, the writer. Yeah, 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 the writer, yeah. She's been very outspoken about her journey with endometriosis. Interesting. So that really like... So it was really in my mind. Like, and mm. I was like, I, this, I, this feels like that's I why, have this. That's what's important to talk about this stuff, right? Definitely. Yeah. And yeah, because thanks to Lena, Lena Dunham, I kind of was like, okay, Finally. right. So yeah, she's yeah. posting on Instagram about this and this. And really sadly, I mean, I don't know if it's sadly, but she ended up having a hysterectomy. She had stage four endometriosis. It was really, okay. really bad. So... Yeah, so I went to the GP and I was like, I have really bad periods. I this think I have endometriosis yeah. and then got the ball, ball rolling. But it was loads of really, really unpleasant procedures, like an that. internal enzo, internal ultrasound. So guys, mm. you're fully awake. Not an external ultrasound. I've had that before, which is what you have when you yeah. have a baby. So, so basically... the external, but it's like a, a stick. They put something on it that they say is not a condom. But it is, it a, is a fucking condom. I was like, okay, cool, yeah. <laughs> and being like, being like penetrated by this machine. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> and it goes really high up. It was 
really fucking painful. I've had that twice and that was probably my least favourite thing. Mm-hmm. And Sounds it goes horrible. in and you have a look and then from that they can see, you know, that I had like a few cysts on my ovaries. So mm-hmm. I pretty, like I have like polycystic ovaries okay. as, as well, like yeah. multiple cysts basically yeah. is all that means with endometriosis. And then I met this really nice woman, uh, endometriosis specialist mm. in a hospital in London Bridge. Nice. And she said, like, I think you have endometriosis. I would really recommend surgery. you going for a surgery. Yeah. So the only way to fully diagnose you having endometriosis is to have an operation. Oh, is, it, is that complicated to yep. diagnose it? Oh, so my God. all you can see from an ultrasound mm-hmm. is that you have cysts. They can mm-hmm. tell that you have a mass or something, mm-hmm. but they... They can say, I think you have endo. Yeah. Do you want to just like deal with it? Or we can go in and we can tell you that yeah. you have endo. So I decided to go for the surgery. This is now, this was July 2017. A couple of years now. Three years ago. And it was, I'm really glad that I did it, but it was quite an ordeal, to be honest, mm. having that laparoscopy. Um, yeah. So they, I mean, I'd never had an anesthetic before, so I was so scared. Like, you know, you go in, you um, operate on you, they cut me four times, and then they, like, inflate your abdomen. Obviously, you're completely knocked out. But really, like, I was... The most stressful thing was being knocked out. Not knocked out, like, physically (laughs) knocked out. Claire, we're going... One, (laughs) two, three... And this is the dog. It's like running in, in, in the 50s, not even like in the 30s. This is how you're going to like fall asleep for like an hour, baby. <laughs> That's how we're going to do it. It was just so funny, you know, because they were like, you need to be really calmed down. Like your heart rate's going really high. That's so fucking creepy. It's so scary. scary. And they were like, think about happy and then things. You- Switch. Well, yeah, they were You don't like, remember anything until you wake up, right? Yeah. They were like, <laughs> so think, scary. They were like, think happy thoughts, think happy thoughts. You were like, so like, puppies. Literally, I was like, <laughs> puppies, baby puppies, puppies. <laughs> and then I wake up, you're in a different room. That's... Because I literally, mm. I can see it now. I remember then there was like the anaesthetist and then the anaesthetist assistant. And then, you know, there's kind of like, they sort of like plastic doors and they're kind of like dragging you through and they're looking at you uh, and then you're completely <laughs> out and then you wake up and then you're like, what? It's like a different, it was like a different nurse. And then that's so crazy. Like it's really creepy. And then because the clock was right in front of me as well. I was like, oh fuck. It's like an hour later and yeah, I have yeah. literally no memory. And you're like, oh, I'm awake. It's crazy. That's actually yeah. really creep, creepy because you don't know what's going to happen to yourself like literally it's like sleep, you go to sleep and I'm actually you've got like a new personality <laughs> you're like totally different it's like what's my name my name is Clara no it's like okay <laughs> my name is Clarita yes Clarita and I'm <laughs> I'm from and my mom's like okay <laughs> So like you're from what, North West London yeah <laughs> it's like no like why did what did you do her is, is she okay <laughs> After that, like, um, <clears throat> then you just, like, kept with your normal life. Like, after you actually see, like, improvement of your health. Yeah, so I did have endometriosis. I ah, you, have, oh, yeah, totally, yeah that like, was. stage one endometriosis. Luckily, like, really very, lucky, like, I, the lowest. Uh, yeah. Which is, this is one thing about endometriosis that's scary as well. You can have stage four, which is the worst, but pain. have no symptoms and no yeah. pain. You just say you can't get pregnant. And yeah. then they find that you're, it's a hot mess in there. Yeah. You can be like me. Of course, pain is relative, so you have no idea. But, but to be yeah. honest, I would say it's pretty fucking painful what I experienced. Yeah. But I have minimal, I just have uh, endometriosis on my ovaries. It yeah. wasn't on my Other, like, womb or yeah. my bowel or anything like that. So it's, you can be completely asymptomatic. asymptomatic yeah, that's, that, that's a crazy asymptomatic. So you have that's to be yeah, very careful. I think I... It was a really rough time for me, to be honest, because the thing about endometriosis is like, it's a chronic disease. Mm. 
it's never going to go away. So I will always have it. And that is something, you know, they give you different options. For example, they offered to fit a coil into my vagina. Mm, okay. When <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, where we're we going? <laughs> Just like, please, I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> please, no. So, and I said no because you know the coil. I mean, I've had so many horror stories. Mm. Like, I was just not up for that. I did go on the pill because. Yeah, like there's no, the pill is basically obviously like a hormonal way to treat it. Yeah. But it doesn't actually stop the endometriosis. All it does is it stops you experiencing it, Um, experiencing the pain. So for me, that was like like putting a plaster on a wound. It's like a painkiller. Yeah, literally. And all the horrific side effects of the pill. If anybody Mm. wants me to talk about why I don't like the pill, I will. (laughs) I will, so get ready. Everyone's like, nobody wants that, but okay, like, just say the word. So yeah, I was, it's it's really shit, to be honest, because Mm. you're like, you have a chronic disease, here you go. On one hand, I was great. There's, you know, it's not what I was eating. It wasn't this, it wasn't that. It was something that I was doing wrong. I do have a disease, so at least I had an answer. On average, it takes women about seven years to get a diagnosis for their endometriosis. So I got my diagnosis within a year of me going to that first GP uh, appointment. But I have to say, I was incredibly pushy. And I was like, I want want an internal ultrasound. I want this. I think I have endometriosis. Because doctors, I don't know how it is around the world, but here in the UK... I don't want to be like generalized, but my experience has been that as a woman, you're not always like listened to or yeah. believed. So it's best just to, my approach ask was just it. like, ask for it, arm yourself with as much information as possible. So I was listening to another podcast <laughs> and the other day, well, in this podcast, one of the hosts, she has a chronic disease. She has a few, I think like two, it's like a whole situation, but what I'm going with this is, like she said, like chronic disease, sometimes they define yourself and they shape yourself in many ways. Mm-hmm. And it's and for some people, it's difficult to like be yourself and not being like just, it's like, I'm not a disease. It's just the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because some people, when it's obviously some diseases are really, 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 really yeah. bad. So they become the disease in a way and that's their identity somehow. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like having endometriosis really affect you or shape you in some type of way mm. that you have to fight to it or how because it affects your regular life it, it affects how you um it's pain at the end of the day mm. it's something like if it's really bad it may affect you like in a psychological way or whatever mm. so do you feel it shape you in any way having this or- yeah i think it does and i think i'm really lucky in a sense because i don't i can basically forget that i have an illness throughout the entire month apart from when I'm bleeding. So that's when I do get really down because, Mm. I mean, I say it's poor and so like has to listen to me, like how, you know, when when I'm on my period, I think what I find really hard is that like my mood really dips. My Mm. mood dips because it like physically does dip, but also I'm reminded that I have an illness, whereas like the other three weeks of the month, I'm able to forget. Whereas I know a lot of women with endo, they aren't so lucky, they're not like that. They have pain, have back pain, thigh pain, Mm -hmm. bloating, whereas like my stomach's pretty much flat the entire Mm -hmm. month. Um, everything is okay. And mm. um, loads of those other symptoms that I mentioned did get better after I had my surgery, like yeah. intercourse less painful, like less bloating, like the mm. acne went away weirdly, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. Um, so I think I'm kind of the opposite. Like I have a very, very hard time accepting that 
I will never say I'm a sick person. I get it. That's just not my personality. I mean, yeah. you know how I am. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like, I will never. And that's why I get down. Because you when I can't you, work yeah. out, because mm. I'm really fucking tired, because I've been bleeding a lot, yeah. it gets me down. Because normally I'm like super active, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm on my Pamela's, like I'm walking yeah. and everything. And when I, I, I feel like a different person when I'm not on my, when I'm on my period. Mm. And that's I can, I can really painful. That, yeah. Mm. yeah because somehow i think it's a reminder of like there's something there that you need to acknowledge and i'm here every month but it's good that your approach is like also because you don't feel bad the rest of the month exactly you're you're lucky in that sense i also think as well like i don't know how i would cope with this if i wasn't vegan and like super Mm. i try to be super healthy healthy. i'm not the healthiest but i try to be pretty healthy and like because I think another one of my main symptoms as well and I think this is one that people don't talk about a Mm -hmm. lot is the extreme tiredness that goes Mm -hmm. with endometriosis and that is something that I think I do have all month long there will be times I know I push myself a lot but there will be times where I'm like really really tired when I'm not bleeding yeah and I think that is because you know at the end of the day like um endometriosis is an autoimmune disease yeah so it kind of makes sense. Makes and, sense. you know, yeah. there was like a warning that was going out for women with endo when COVID was happening because, you know, the you wars. can have a bad reaction yeah. to yeah, it. Yeah. So, yeah. And because of the food that I eat, I feel like it gives me a lot of energy. So I just, I don't know how I would cope with it. If, if I you were like that yeah. healthy and aware of that. I think I found it hard after my surgery and I think this has calmed down a bit. And I, if, if anybody listening has got like a chronic disease or they're struggling with anything like that I think I I would I need to remind myself of this but it really isn't your fault and I felt Mm -hmm. like I had done something wrong or like I wasn't eating well enough or like I hadn't exercised enough and like but you know it's not in your hands it's not and like you can be the you know like athletes get cancer you know, the healthiest, healthiest no. people in the world that get cancer, for example, and you're like, how? And it's mm-hmm. like, it's kind of that thing of, I think my journey with that sounds so like wanky, but like my, <laughs> my, journey, my journey with my illness <laughs> has been like to be more self-accepting and to yeah. be kinder and like take a bit more rest. Yeah. I, I don't think you should ever like be a victim and you should let yourself wallow in it. Yeah. But you also need to be kind and be gentle and like supportive. Like and... some days I'm going to be feel like shit and that's okay as well. It doesn't mean that I, you I don't are... have to punish yeah. myself because I'm feeling like this because exactly. obviously it's not like your fault. Exactly. At the end. And I yeah, I think that's the thing about endometriosis like it's a it's a very very tricky disease and it's what one thing mm. that works for me won't work for you yeah. and vice versa and it's like crazy. it's a journey it really is a journey of like what supplements work yeah. veganism veganism might be horrific for you if you have endo because it might make and, you go to the bathroom too much and that might aggravate your endometriosis but for me that works so, you know, it's because it presents in such different there's ways there's not like a rule for it it's not like it's you, do, it's, yeah. you do one two three and you're gonna get a result exactly. that's it that's or why like it's so tricky pill and it will cure it and you'll never yeah. have any pain and you'll be able to get pregnant no yeah. it's not like that so Ho- yeah hopefully in the future like a thing like you know technology well the only technology like science and all of that the science is getting like better and better with time so hopefully i don't know maybe it will be like a better solution mm. a better like one thing i will this. say yeah, is in the future. that if this was a male disease there would be a cure by now this affects Probably. that many women and there is no cure. It's just like live with it and suck it up. I mean, it, it go, so... it's not like a, I don't know, it's not like a feminist rant, but I feel that personally, I don't understand why women, they don't got like a day off from work because when they have the period, 
Like, I imagine myself, like, bleeding out myself. I, will, I won't go to work. It's like, leave me alone at least one day. You know, it's on top of that, you have a pneumatrosis. Like, what the fuck? So, you know, like, of course, if... Yeah. Yeah. Let's not go there You'll in this episode. But, though. yeah. It's true. Imagine... I wouldn't go to work. It's like, fuck you. I would, you know, my like, life would be so much easier if I had a day. If on day one of my period, if I had a day off work. Because I, don't I can't tell why you, like, trying understand. to have your normal life... Trying to have your normal life with a regular period is hard enough. Trying to have my normal life where I'm working like eight to nine hours a day and you have to put like a good face on and you're in pain. And like even at home, I don't know how I did it in the office because even at home where I can like wear tracksuit bottoms and like I have my hot water bottle, it's, it's really, really hard. And I think it's really draining, but you're right. Like women are, women are so strong and truly are yeah. to be honest and well at the end they're also pushed to be like that which is sad yeah you know true. like it's sad that it's not an option not to be it's not exactly it's very sad it's not option not to be yeah. strong because you have to so it's a bit like you know so true well but yeah, yeah i hope that that was informative for any of you and please if, if anybody yeah. listening if you do think that you have endometriosis or any of these symptoms that you've heard about please do reach out to us and do yeah. reach out to me. I'm clearly extremely open about that kind of stuff. So don't forget to tag your video here so people yeah, will like, I think it's a really exactly. good video. It goes into more detail about that. But yeah, don't be like ashamed or anything embarrassed. Like never, that. guys. Never be ashamed to whatever you feel. If you exactly. feel it for something, so just yeah. feel it. And, and listen to your body. Listen to your body, yeah. It it's knows good. all the answers. True. Boom, Truly. boom, boom. I think that's about yeah. it. Let's, yes, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was very interesting. Yeah. I like that we're still on the like, women's month theme somehow exactly. we're still falling Forever. into the for, <laughs> we're gonna change the description of podcast to feminist podcast exactly. we're gonna be like you know like militants like sign up yeah <laughs> no but I think it's good like definitely yeah anyway guys as always please Claire remind our audience to oh, audience like a like comment <laughs> keep us up <laughs> on the algorithm subscribe yeah, I don't know why I like can't so, remember. It's like so creepy. It's like like it's like that voice is gonna be in everybody's like ears like tonight when they're going to sleep. It's gonna be like lie. Oh, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. What well, maybe works? So you better share it with we your friends. We haven't done it for a while, so I forgot. But you know what to do: like yeah. comment, subscribe, all of that. Yeah. yeah thank so you thank you guys. Remember to follow us on to subscribe to your YouTube channel to recommend to your friends. We have also like a Facebook page yes, now, definitely. and we have said about yeah, this. So we got a little extra content yeah. there on our Instagram, which is always popping. Exactly. And definitely. we're always creating new content. Some good stuff is coming to our Instagram next week. So. Like exactly. we have special videos coming so Definitely. just <laughs> check it everyone's gonna be like skip yeah everyone's gonna be like, <laughs> right, like we're going well, now let's them okay but yeah thank you guys bye guys see have a nice week. weekend well week yeah, yeah. see you next week bye bye take bye. care bye